Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. OUG Talks, yeah, OUG Talks, news and chat that really rocks. It's OUG Talks, yeah, OUG Talks. And we're here with the One Up Gaming Podcast. It's me, David, and we've got a special little interviewee chat sort of thing. So I guess I'll just start with the first thing that I always do and just sort of say, please introduce yourself and what do you do? Hi, I'm Chris Molini, uh, the sole person behind Mind's Eye Games. And I recently released Blast Brawl 2 Bloody Boogaloo for uh, Steam and Xbox One. So the game itself... How would you describe it in like the elevator sort of pitch? Uh, I would usually say that it's Super Smash Brothers where you die in one hit. And it's also a lot, lot more bloody than that. Now, everyone that listens to this podcast know... I wouldn't say I hate Nintendo, but they refuse to send me games to review because I gave some of their games bad reviews. And... One of the games that I got when I got the Wii U was Super Smash Brothers Wii U, whatever the hell it was called. And I hated that game with a passion. And so when you're saying that the game is like Smash Brothers, but with one hit kill. Now, I remember a game on the original PlayStation, was it Ten Tenchu? Where it's like a uh, one-on-one samurai fighting game. I think that's Bushido Blade. Oh, is it Bushido Blade? Because I think Tenchu is a stealth Ah, series. yes, yes. You are correct. Yeah, and I love that game so much just because like, you could be like running around the level for minutes and minutes or you could just hit them once and within a second and they're dead. So I like that concept. And I will say, I've had a quick go at the Blast Brawl 2. And for me, although the... The graphical sort of, well not graphical style, but the side-on view is very Smash Brothers. The game itself, I would not say it plays anything like Smash Brothers. It's a lot faster, more fluid. And then with, yeah. with, when you just have the one-hit sort of kill mechanic, I think it's a lot better. Because Smash Brothers, I hit the the meters where it goes up to like 250% damage. Like, well, that doesn't make sense. You know, oh. just, just let me kill them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a fan of Smash Brothers, but I've actually never played Bushido Blade, though I have heard of it, and people have mentioned that it's kind of similar. I actually uh, started working on Blast Brawl 2 after seeing this game called Samurai Gun, which is very similar, but it had just one character type, and I basically saw it, thought it was cool, but I wanted to add a lots of different characters with different abilities, and it kind of grew from that idea. Yeah, I think that game... Was it also a multiplayer sort of focused game? Yeah, it was a local multiplayer game. I actually saw a giant bomb doing a, like, let's look. Yeah, I, thought it was yeah. Really- I think we got that to review, and unfortunately there was no one online. And it was very hard to sort of play. Yeah, I think that actually... I don't know if it has online or not, but I think it's local only as well. If That's the a- big problem with these games, is like... They're really fun in parties, but I know that most people don't have the ability to like play with a group of friends. Yeah, so there's it's a lot of uh, 
like the Xbox One, some of the indie sort of stuff, a lot of them, like the some of the eight-player sort of focused games, they're amazing when you go to events and you've got a crowd of people. But, I mean, I, I live with just myself and my girlfriend and she doesn't play games, so... <laughs> Yeah, I was at PAX East in uh, Boston earlier this year, and like everybody was loving it, but you can't really re- uh, recreate that in your home for yeah. most people. So, getting back to your game, you say you're the sole developer. Yep, uh, coder and artist. That's pretty sweet, so you'd have to share the check with anyone else. Yep, thanks man. <laughs> so, the... I guess with this being called Blast Brawl 2, there was an original game. Kind of. Um, so, like, three years... I've been working on this game for three years because three years ago, senior year of college, Christmas break, I wanted to take a break from my other game project, which I have stopped working on since then, and I wanted to do a quick little game over, like, a month or two. And that, then I saw Samurai Gun, thought it looked cool, but I could do it quickly, so that's what started this. Then uh, a few months later, our, my dorm burned down in a fire, and I lost my computer and everything, including all the backups of the game. So I basically had to start over, and I decided to just call it the sequel. Right. <laughs> so I, I know a lot of these sort of games just start off as like Flash sort of games, and then they get like a proper... Like remake, sort of redo on. So I guess with with your game, so would it have been a very similar sort of game that you just carried on, or did you change the style of of anything? It was pretty similar. Some of the uh, like characters are basically I just remade them, but I just try to do everything sort of bigger and better. And like, because I already had like the prototype, so I decided to just now I know where I'm going, so I could kind of do things a little more specifically. Yeah, um, I mean, with some of the characters that I've unlocked, I mean, I th- was there two to start with? Uh, first character I ever made was the ninja, and I f- finished him in about a week, and I was like, okay, this is fun. And then I made all the other characters to kind of, like, change up the, like, general concept. But yeah, so I started out with the character, the ninja and the sniper, for a long time. Yeah, because I think I've unlocked the sniper. That character is quite fun to play. Awesome. And then as when you first load the game up, I think there's two playable to start with. Yeah, the uh, warrior and the brawler. Yeah, the Actually, warrior. I those two last. The warrior. The most I'm not a big fan of the warrior. Is that the one with the sword? Yeah, you. She is a lot slower, but you can do certain tricks with her. Uh, mm. Like you can dash, and then it speeds up your first attack. So you kind of want to charge into fights. But uh. Brawler might be a bit easier to pick up from the get-go. Yeah, I love the brawler, just running in and punching him into bits. And the shotgun, that was fun as well. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> One of the things I kind of want to do is... Um, I want to add a lot more to the game, so I'm going to be working on stuff. Quite a while still. But I wanted to add uh, sort of different uh, equipment options so you could change a little bit of their moveset. And you can kind of see some of the UI for that uh, in the menus. But I kind of want to give it so that you can change it from the warrior or brawler getting a shotgun to him getting, say, like a rocket launcher. That's a lot slower, but fires a longer projectile. And each character would have a different couple options like that. 
Yeah, and yeah. I was just thinking, going back to the Smash Brothers sort of, have you thought about adding in some of the, because I know a couple of the earlier Smash Brothers, they had like simple platform, like single player modes. Yeah, I have thought about that a lot, because once I finished the first set of basic content updates, each with like a character in a region of levels, uh, I kind of want to either try to do online, which would be really hard, and because uh, for a variety of reasons, or I want to add single player stuff. And I'm leaning, leaning towards adding like a single player co-op story mode, which would be kind of like that. Yeah, because I mean, as you said before, a lot of, and I do mean a lot of these multiplayer focused games, they generally come out, and sometimes there's like a big buzz about them, but there's not many that last a couple of weeks. Yep. You know, it's, it's not nice to say, but unfortunately that's what these sort of games are like. Yeah, I know. So I think, it, for me personally, even if it's just like a, a rather simple, just using the background of what's available, adding, you know, spreading it out, because the character movement and the moves, they'd all be perfect for that sort of fast twitch platform sort of movements. Yeah, that's def- I definitely want to do that. I've kind of been thinking of something like uh, Super Meat Boy, but with a lot more fighting instead of platforming. <laughs> Just not as hard. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe as hard. <laughs> oh. So, the game itself, it's in early access on Steam. Yep. So how hard was it to get it into early access? Um... Uh, in terms of development or just getting it onto the markets? Just getting it actually onto the, the star. Uh, Greenlight was actually fairly easy for me. Um, I just sort of, well, I basically just had it up and then uh, after a certain point they reached out to me. I don't know if there's like a specific algorithm they use where it's automated or if they just sort of like browse the games that have votes, but they, Steam just sort of reached out to me once I was on Greenlight and they let me onto the store. Xbox was a lot more involved process than I had to do an application and send them a build of the game. But uh, once I got that all figured out, they sort of uh, helped me get on board pretty uh, quickly. So will you be doing the updates for both Xbox and PC at the same time? Yep. Uh, this mon- uh, Wednesday, so the 16th, I'm actually tr- going to be submitting the build to Microsoft for approval. Because... Uh, that's kind of the bottleneck. I have to make sure it passes their certification process every time I do a change. And I'm not sure, but I could have sworn Microsoft said with the launch of the Xbox One, they were no longer charging for updates. Is that correct? Um, I th- think so. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Cause, I, mean, I don't think they charge anymore, because I already scheduled it and they didn't talk about that. Yeah, because yeah. I'm almost certain on the Xbox 360, your first update was free. Your next update was $30,000. Oh, I hope they don't still do that. And I, I know th- that they have uh, have the game preview system, which kind of implies a lot of updates. So I think they've backed off on that, because I do think I remember what you're talking about. I haven't heard of them telling me I'm going to need to pay in the future. So Yeah, I think... That. I think it was because Sony, they didn't charge. But at the time, Microsoft were the 
dominating sort of like console, but now it's they've had to backtrack on a lot of their sort of policies. Well, we'll uh, <laughs> if that happens, I guess I will just have a very behind Xbox version, and right. we'll cross that bridge when we come to that. I don't think they still do that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm almost certain that, that that was one of the things they announced, that, that they were going to scrap the peer to do the updates. Yeah, because that's kind of stupid, but... <laughs> I mean, oh. I can understand from their point of view, it's like, we want you to release the game finished, and you, we, we give you the first update for free in case something is bust. And they also have to pay the people who do all the testing for each update. Yeah. So I guess they just folded that into the general uh, console teams. So, at the moment, what is within the game itself? What is included if someone buys it today? Right now, it is definitely intended to be a party game. So, you really, if you want to get the full uh, experience out of it, you should really have a group of friends you're playing with. Because um, you might find it a little sparse if you just try to do stuff single player. So, there's currently seven different characters that are all very different, very... Uh, powerful and cool once you get to know how to use them, and then there's a bunch of different levels for you to fight your friends on. There's also a single-player and co-op wave mode where you fight a bunch of really intense enemies uh, to a pretty rockin' soundtrack, if I do say so myself. Yes, I was quite surprised at how good the soundtrack was. Yeah, I've uh, reached out to a bunch of people who do uh, Synthwave, which is like a kind of 80s-style synth movie soundtrack inspired stuff and I actually managed to uh, get a lot of them to put their tracks in the game and you can check them out in the menus and sort of see a list of all their stuff and get links to their other music if you want to listen to and I will say that the somewhat sparse and simple intro was quite funny thanks you know (laughs) so I pulled you into the game just so you know what's going on yeah, I got some uh, complaints that people didn't really understand the backstory, so hopefully if I do uh, single-player stuff, I can add little cinematics in the levels, kind of the same style. Yeah, so who is your favorite character to play as? Probably the ninja. I mean, it's been the one that I've played for the longest by far, and it's he's just very responsive. So if you know what you're doing, you can pretty much do anything in the game with him. And who's the worst? I think they're all pretty good. I am the worst with the pirate. Right. Because like I say, I will be putting a lot more time into it. I've just come back off a, a week's holiday, so... Oh, nice. I, yeah, I'd get your friends together if you can. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be quite fun to get around and just kill people. <laughs> it's always fun. So, is there any sort of dates in mind where the game would be, what you would call, finished? Um, I'm hoping to get, like, four different updates out, hopefully taking about a month with each. And I'm pretty much done with the first one. After that, I will probably tackle story mode levels. And I don't really know how long that will take me, because I'd like to add a series of, like... Probably about 10 levels per region and maybe a couple of bosses. So that'll take a lot of work. So hopefully next year it'll be done. Sounds good. 
because from uh, what I've played, I am very interested to see where the game sort of goes moving forward, because I honestly do think the movement of the characters and the actual the physicality of the one-hit kills is perfect. And, as I say, I'd just like to see where the game builds up and what new things are added to extend the game's life. I have a particular vision. I really hope I can do it, because if I can, it'd be really cool. Um, I kind of want to make it like uh, a Metroidvania where you fight bosses and go through different levels and stuff, but with like Super Meat Boy-style levels that are sort of quick and visceral. But uh, I'm really hoping I can get that done, but first I just want to sort of flesh out what is there to where it's just the local multiplayer version of Blast Brawl is basically done, and then try to add a bunch of single-player stuff. Sounds really good. So the game itself, uh, I'm looking on here, it's saying it's about $15? Yep. And will you be doing any sort of promotions with each update? Or, you know, like, maybe lowering the price a little bit just to entice more people in? Probably I will. Um, It's going to set all that stuff up. I need to make a trailer for the first update. So once I start working on that, I'll figure out the whole update um, Shazam stuff. So the game, so Minds Eye Games, is yep. that literally just you? Yes. <laughs> so where did that name come from? Um, I don't know, I think back in high school I was working on a bunch of projects and wanted to get a website together. So I just decided to go for uh, Minds Eye Games and this is the first thing that's actually come out for sale from it. Because like, I don't want to sound negative but the the logo for it looks very basic. <laughs> um, I mean, I am the only guy behind it. I'm not really a UI designer. I think I can do the graphics well, but my UI talents are kind of lacking, I think. Because I, I was going to say that the characters, considering that they are minimalist sort of character designs, they look really nice. And... The the logo was just a little bit weird, it, you know. It was just the Blast Brawl two logo. No, not the Blast the Blast Brawl two. Just the the Mind Eye game sort of logo. The Blast Blast Brawl that looks okay. It was just the when the game loads up and it's because like Mind Eye games. It just looks as you probably designed it just as you were leaving sort of like college. It just it does look like something from. Uh, a young, sort of like, well, mid, uh, early 20s sort of person. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I might try to uh, spice it up in the future. Got to get all the content out first, though. That's where I'm prioritizing my time. Yeah, totally agree. Get the, the game, get the features, and hopefully build. Yep. So... You're saying this is the first thing available from you to actually physically buy? Yes. Well, digitally buy. Right. The main Uh, thing I worked on before was a little 2D game engine, which is more of a programming project for me than an actual product. So yeah, this is my first game. And 
how's it been working? Who was easier to work with? The Steam sort of like to get it up on Steam or to get it up on the Xbox? Definitely Steam. Um, the biggest thing with Xbox is that they have a certification process where they have to sort of like check that you do everything that they want you to do, like manage user accounts a certain way, like deal with encrypt user data, all sorts of these text technical things. And it's totally understandable that they make you do it because they have a whole like ecosystem you need to exist in. But it's really like difficult and tedious to get through. I had to actually submit the game four different times, and each uh, time was like about like two weeks round trip before they gave me a yes or a no. So it took me a few months just to get it uh, ready for Xbox. Yeah, I yeah. totally understand how frustrating that is. I mean, like a few, well, basically a year ago, we tried to do a Guinness World Record. And if you submit your application to them, it's free, but it takes them three months to reply. Oh, wow. Or you can pay $2,000 and get a reply within three working days. Which I think yeah, is quite wrong. Just... <laughs> That makes sense, but yeah, that's just awful. Yeah. And that's for any email. So you could ask them a question, and it takes them up to three months to reply. And then you have to sort of say, oh, do you mean oh, this? Wow. And then they take another three months. Yeesh. And it's quite that's, bad. Yeah, that's bad. But anyway, that's me more. What was the Guinness World Record you were uh, trying to do? We, we tried to do a... Um, it was just like a webcast, sort of, it's like a stream for 60 hours. Oh, was that? Wow, that's a record? At the time, the record was 30 hours. We did 55, but by the time we emailed them all the documents and then they emailed us back, it's now like 100 and some hours. And then, like, you were guys were, I assume, taking turns, like it's longest stream with a person? Wow, that's really long. How it worked, we were meant to... I mean, we went to a Sega studio in London and they allowed us to have one of the, their rooms for the weekend for free. And I basically got in... I had to leave Glasgow, fly down to London. So I had no sleep the night before because I was packing up all the equipment. Got down to London in the morning managed to get to the Sega studio, set everything up for about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. The rest of the team turned up about 6 o'clock in the evening, and we went live at 8 o'clock in that evening. And we went right the way through. The rest of the team left, and I was there on my own until about 3 o'clock Sunday morning. Oh, wow. And I just sort of... I, I can't do this anymore. I, I was just... I can't describe how... I I literally had about six coffees in a row and I still couldn't keep my eyes open. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, so I was really I would bad. not have made it like half as long. I can't pull all-nighters. I mean, it, it sounded quite good being in there, but it was winter and there was no heating in the, in the evening. <laughs> so it was absolutely freezing. We had our coats on. And, oh, it was so bad. Dang. Next and time. And you didn't get the world record? That's really yeah. unfortunate. But, I mean, if we ever do things 
that next time we will literally do two or four hour shifts each. Yeah, um, I just can't imagine otherwise. But yeah, I mean, there's bits on, on our YouTube channel where I'm sat there on my own. I've just do an interview with someone over Skype, so someone to keep me mind occupied. And then I finish that, and then I start playing a game. And you can just see me in the corner, just literally sat up, and I just keep falling asleep every few seconds. And it was just... It was nasty. Oh. So, and then I to pack all the equipment up, get the train at 8 in the morning, get the plane at 11 o'clock in the morning, get all the way to Glasgow for 3 in the afternoon, get back home... For about six in the evening, and that was like three days with about two hours sleep. I can't imagine that. Yeah, my body was broken. I'm glad you're still with us. <laughs> but yeah, that was it's fun. I, I love doing things like that. It's all for charity at the end of the day. Nice. So, anyway, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> less about me. So, Blast Brawl 2. Bloody Boogaloo. Yep. That's a great name. It took me a long time to come up with one. <laughs> I just, just... I honestly, like, thought about it for weeks, and I was like, yeah, I'll just make a joke about sequelitis. And it just went from there. So the game is available to buy now on both Steam Early Access and the Xbox One. Yep. But, as you say, they are still early access and you will be updating the game as moving forward yes so it would be nice if people go out there and buy the game but please don't shout and rave that it's only got so many levels or so many characters it is still early access and it yes, will more, get expanded more stuff to do will be uh, added to it over time yeah because I was reading some I mean to me it's People should be doing previews, but I've read some reviews and they're just saying, you know, it doesn't have enough content, it doesn't have this, it's, it's early access, it's not the finished game. It's different if the game comes out in a finished state and it doesn't have all the features needed. But that's just me. Yeah, well, I hope that uh, they'll take a second look once other uh, stuff comes out. But, uh, yeah, I just, really, I just want to make a fun game that people like. And uh, I've been happy overall with the response, because uh, I think most people have been saying, despite the lack of content, if that's a problem, that they still like the game. So I feel pretty good about that. And you have to thank your whoever you got to do the PR, you know, to send out, to sort of say the game's available and to send out review codes, things like that. Because when I was talking to them, they were basically saying that you're the greatest developer going at the moment. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, no, they've, uh, Novi, they've been really great to work with, and I've uh, been happy with what they've been up to. Yeah. And I blush every time I read them say stuff like that. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it's one of those things where you do have to big yourself up, otherwise other people won't. I don't know, I'm bad at selling myself. I always have been. So hopefully the game will get a good audience on the sort of like Twitch sort of streams, because I do think this sort of game, 
the fast, frantic sort of gameplay is perfect for that sort of viewing. Yeah, I hope people uh, play it and like it. So I will say thank you so much for your time. It's been half an hour. Yeah, thank you for uh, having me on. It's not a problem. So thank you so much. And people, please go out and buy Chris's game. I recommend it. But yeah, (laughs) uh, thanks. Have a good rest of your Saturday. Thank you. Same to you. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. OUG Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.